This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. First and 10 at the 19, Allen back. Flushed out, throws on the run to his right to Cook, the running back, slithering across the goal line, touchdown Buffalo. Pretty play. Yeah, it wasn't just James Cook on the ground. He was catching footballs as well. Two for 42 through the air. That touchdown right here on 105.3 The Fan, and of course on the ground. 25 for 179. Seven yards a carry, and the Bills as a team ran it 49 times for 266 right down your throat. All your yapping and all your talking and Tank Lawrence. I'm just going to punch you. Tank is always that UFC fighter before the fight. Like, you know you're going to get some chaos. You know you're going to get some good sound bites, especially this past UFC event. My word. And then you go up against, like, an actual legit opponent. And I thought that Buffalo was still going to be fragile. You're, no one had the Buffalo Bills, like, beating you up. We're previewing oh, yeah. Josh Allen. Is Stephon Diggs going to continue to be quiet? Now, you were talking about James Cook, to your credit, a lot last week. But no one, I mean, even Dan Orlovsky, but man, was Dan talking and rubbing it in our faces yesterday on social media. Even he was saying, if the Bills win this game, Josh Allen will be the front runner for MVP. And he was trying to say Josh Allen was going to be the factor, like he usually is in all of their games. But let's look at this coordinator change, too, from Ken Dorsey to Joe Brady trying to take stuff off of Allen's plate. Yeah, Joe Brady is uh, has Joe been Brady. running the ball a lot more. Yeah, Joe Brady. Uh He's been running the ball a lot more than Ken Dorsey had. Now, Ken Dorsey didn't just, like, neglect the run, um, but it, it's something that Joe Brady has been a lot more committed to is using James Cook. He, they, I think they their rush attempts per game have gone up something like six or seven uh, since, over the Ken Dorsey average. So they've been a lot more committed to running the ball. And, and they knew like yesterday you couldn't stop. Dallas couldn't stop it. And because Dallas couldn't stop it, they weren't going to stop attacking it. And next week, get ready because Miami is going to look at this tape and go, why shouldn't we run the ball 60 times? And they run the ball as effectively as anybody in the NFL. With Raheem Mostert setting touchdown records. Yeah, this is what they this is what they're gonna have coming their way and Devon Achan and everything that he's done. I am terrified of what that defense is gonna look like running around chasing Miami next week. The speed just in general, whether it be in the backfield or throwing the ball or whatever else. This and was brutal. Miami won yesterday, dominated without Tyreek. Without Tyreek in embarrassing the New York Jets. So people are trying to figure out if this is the worst star up in the 13-year history of the Sean and RJ program. This year, I was going back to the San Fran game because people are saying, which game was worse, San Fran or this? My star ups for San Francisco after that California humiliation. California. Dak touchdown, Dak touch, 
touchdown to Turpin on third and four. I guess he was showing some touch on that pass. Hankins, look at that. Hankins, third and two deflection on the second drive. I had a star up for a deflection. Jordan Lewis stripped McCaffrey on the Dallas two after Tony Pollard had a fumble. And then I have a first down Cowboy tush push. So basically nothing. I, I I have like plays that start a star up. Like yesterday, I started one for Stephon Gilmore early on against Diggs. Big pass breakup. But it does not get completed. So that's a pretty pathetic star up from the San Francisco game. Here's my star up for yesterday. We'll figure out whether it's more or less. Zach Martin defending Dak. Gilmore versus Diggs on third and three. He also had some coverage on Stefan in the end zone, but they got wiped out in the tank penalty. And then Brandon Aubrey still perfect. So this is the worst star up of the season by my grading and my assessment. By my grading and my assessment, and I just had to go back and look as well, this is not as bad as San Francisco. Not quite. The, the, the overall game or just your star up? Just the star ups. Uh, I mean, the overall game was much worse against San Francisco too. But uh, the star up, that game I had Jonathan Hankins as well. Jonathan Hankins really cleaned up in that San Francisco game. You know, I, I mean, he was the only one who showed up. And then I had Jordan Lewis because I think Jordan Lewis had a couple pass breakups in that game and looked good. But that was all I had. So I had two. I've got a few here at least. Oh. All right. Zach Martin as well. Same sort of thing. Stefan Gilmore, same thing. I did think that when given the opportunity, it wasn't great on offense yesterday. I thought Tony Pollard ran well yesterday. Like, I thought the the opportunities that... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. He got it. was just, it's unfortunate that the Cowboys were 
out of this game so quickly and were so inept throwing the ball that it didn't really matter. But I thought Tony Pollard running the ball was good. And then I'm going to give a star up for the guy who stepped in for Zach Martin. I thought TJ Bass played well. And being asked to play, you know, on short notice, an undrafted free agent not getting you killed with the interior pressure, I thought was was important. And so I've got four right there. And then everything else in the game is a star down. Every single last thing other than that. Those are the four that you can say star up to, I think. Here's uh, Mike McCarthy comparing this game to what happened against the Niners. I'm sorry, this is Dak Prescott uh, doing the comparison. No, I felt it was much different in this game from early. I mean, obviously you can say, yeah, the, the, the penalty hurt us after, you know, saying get the late hit on me, the, the penalty of those guys backing me up. But, but that's kind of the difference in those two games alone. We weren't doing that in San Fran. We didn't do that. We didn't have that response in San Fran. So proud of that for one. Proud, proud of the, the fight, the aggressiveness, staying that way, but we just didn't didn't execute. And, and as I said, they, they beat us in the formula. I mean, they got up on us and continued to, to control the ball, control the possession, kill the clock, and we didn't convert on our third downs, which was something we've been great at all year. And then you look up, and I mean, I, I don't I don't even know how many plays we had, but it doesn't feel like a lot. And yeah, I mean, that's that's been our way of winning the game. So so they just beat us in the formula. They did a hell of a job of it, all three phases. We didn't help ourselves in the first half with some penalties. I missed the throw, right? That That's four plays right there that those go the other way. Who knows what we're talking about right now. But, but that's the National Football League, especially when you're playing a team like this. So it sounds like Dak is saying San Francisco was a worse game, and you and I agree. Yeah. I, we, we agree with him. Yeah, it was absolutely a worse game. Look, I mean, they were... Awful because yesterday. of the build up and the hype against the 49ers, right? Yeah, it was all your focus. Like, like that was that was your entire season. That was the this is our Super Bowl, basically, the way they talked about it. And so I, I think that that one was worse just because they, they went out there and Dak kind of referenced it there. I he, I hesitate using words like this because I know people can get offended by it. But I mean, the reality is Dak just sort of referenced it. They were that was sort of a gutless performance against San Francisco. They didn't have a lot of fight. And that's one of the things that Dak said was different right there was like, no, we we had give up against because the question that led into that, I believe, was somebody saying, you know, you had talked about how you guys didn't fight enough in San Francisco. Do you felt like that was the case again today? And I think that that is the difference. Is there was some some edge to them. They just got beat. They got the snot beat out of them. Start down to the defense and the run D. James Cook had 104 rushing yards in the first half. He had 42 receiving yards. Y'all, 146. In the first half, he beat Damone Clark for a touchdown catch. And let me let me pour one out for Damone Clark. Ooh. Because the worst play in this entire game, the number one play that epitomized everything, and I couldn't tweet it right in the moment because Damone got hurt on it. It looked like Damone Clark got caught in a Texas tornado, picked up, carried down the field, Dropped on his back and then gets slammed by a 300 pound body right in the ribs. I'm going to pick you up, CT Johnny Bananas, for you challenge fans. If anyone gets the reference, I'll buy you a beer next time I see you. Damone Clark gets picked up, carried, dropped, and then crushed. And I was like, I'm like at my TV, like, oh my, oh, oh my word. That was the play that epitomized yesterday. Insult and then injury at the end of it. Damone Clark gets beat for that Cook touchdown catch. Um, there was a somersault. 
freaking James Cook did a somersault on us going into the end zone for 24 yards. That made it 31-3. And the man dropped a second touchdown that he should have had. So star down, pants down, manhood down, toughness down, run defense, and we've been talking about that for years around here. Yeah, that's been, if you want to talk about, and I had mentioned this in the pregame show yesterday, that when you when you take a look at all the good things Dan Quinn's done and all the different things Dan Quinn's repaired from previous administrations and previous defenses that the Cowboys have had, it, it's light years different in a number of ways. The one area where it's still not is the run defense for several years now. They have poor reads. They over-pursue. They leave cutback lanes. That's something that, regardless of the volume, the amount that teams are trying to run the ball on them, Dallas still struggles with that. Like, for instance, the, the fact that yesterday this but is, is the it first. A, is it a team makeup thing where we should give them a little bit of a pass where they just said, this is how we're building our team. Like, the Indianapolis Colts under Peyton Manning were light and fast, and they were going to come around the edges to rush the passer with Freeney and Mathis. Um, certain NBA teams are like, we're not going to have a big team. The Mavericks... Um, two years ago, because they didn't make the playoffs last year, two years ago, we're saying, it's no secret. We are going to bomb away from three. We're going to stand outside with Maxie and our bigs, and we're going to shoot threes. Is this Cowboys defense just totally built to not stop the run by design in a passing league? I mean, they are, so they do have smaller linebackers. Like, that. that's some of the issue right there. Um. But I do think that a lot of their problems extend past just the the play style. Like like when when the issues the issues when you're Marquise Bell and you're 215 pounds or you're Damone Clark and you're a lighter linebacker or whatever else that shouldn't affect your ability to read it right. Like the fact that they all they they seem to just fill the wrong gaps consistently. They they read the blocking incorrectly. They leave these big cutback lanes. Like that's just a discipline issue. That that's not a I, I don't think a play style issue. The other thing that epitomized all that that we're talking about. The Cowboys got involved in like two pileups yesterday, which Tolos were right about this too. Can we can we blow four progress dead at some point in the National Football League? If you're going to allow the tush push crap, can we blow the four progress dead? But the Cowboys got involved in like two pileups, and their net yardage on that was about minus thirteen. They got pushed backwards in a seven yard pileup. They got pushed backwards in another. That will tell you early on what what makeup your squad has. That will tell you early on what type of fight your team has. Because there, if there's a pileup and there's a tush-push confrontation, the Cowboys will lose the tug-of-war. Josh Allen scored on a touchdown. That made it scoring drives of 11 plays, 11 plays, and then 12 plays from the Buffalo offense. 11, 11, and 12 play scoring drives. I mean, yeah, it was just, it was pathetic. And it's funny, I remember the... Like, the Cowboys actually got lucky that progress got called in the moment. Mozzie had Josh Allen. Josh Allen broke out of it for a sack, but they called the play dead. Yeah, and so, that boy, that was, when they, when he broke out of that initially, and I didn't, I was at a bar. You couldn't hear the the TV turned up very loud. You Shocker. couldn't hear the, the whistle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was hanging out with the Tolos. But you, uh, I, I couldn't hear the whistle for since so I just thought he had broken out of it, and I was about to lose my mind. Like, you, you can't, you, you've got to be kidding me. The one time you get this opportunity, this happens. But the James Cook run on the, I think it was on the opening drive, the one where he carried the pile like six yards and that whole like rugby push occurred. That was something where that was the first indication I had of the day where I was like, uh-oh, like they might be in trouble here. I mean, I don't know if, about for you. We we were discussing this when we were at, we were at Underdogs. We were trying to figure out 
All right, is the game over yet? Or game may be over. Got to take off. At what point did you feel like in this game, you're like, all right, they're not winning this game today? Because I kind of felt like when Buffalo went down on that first drive, I felt like, I don't know that Dallas is stopping them today. Oh, no, I was like, it's going to be a shootout. I, I thought the under was really, really low. I had the Cowboys, the only one in here that got it wrong. Uh, you guys picked Buffalo. I had the Cowboys like in a shootout. I'm like, all right, this is going to go back and forth. Like when I saw Cooks get open and Dak missed him, I'm like, okay, that's there. Like Dak, yeah, Dak will pick it up. Um, I don't know, maybe like maybe 24 to three, 21 to three, <laughs> 24 to three is when I said this is now over. It was when it was 21 three. I I remember because Dallas had just got the ball back with like a minute and a half left in the first half, and it was like, okay, you're gonna get the ball coming out of the second half. Do something, just get points, get a field goal, and then you can come out the second half, get a touchdown, and now you're within a score. And you're within striking distance. And when that didn't happen, it was like, okay, this is this is probably over. Let's talk about all the little things. All the little things, including Mike McCarthy with the Stephon Diggs challenge and all you whiners and all you crybabies that want to do nothing but blame the referees and take zero accountability for your own football team. This next segment is for you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 